Hey, this is Dr. Cree. I am a board-certified family medicine physician, and I'm the owner of Brownstone Healthcare, where our mission is to take care of the everyday person who's overwhelmed and overworked and looking to live a healthy, happy, and whole life. We have a direct primary care service where you can pay $70 a month to have all access to meet your physician, have discounted labs, and imaging if needed. So you'd pay the $70 a month, no matter if you're insured, underinsured, or have no insurance at all. Call us at 205-202-5650 or go ahead on enroll today at www.brownstonehealthcare.com. Gervais. Yes. What did the writer say when he glued himself to his book? I don't know. What? That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> That's a good one. Your turn. That's good, and it's perfect See, for I me. See, I came with the right Yeah, show. it's like on brand. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So mine is not that good. Okay. Um, but it is, um, what did, oh, no, 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 I remember now. How do you drown a hipster? Head first. <laughs> You throw him in the mainstream. I told you it was bad. <laughs> that was so bad it was good. Javasia Harris-Bowser is an award-winning freelance journalist and the author of the essay collection, Find Your Way Back, How to Write Your Way Through Anything. In Birmingham, she's best known as the founder of C. Jane Wright, which a friend of hers once called the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pens. C. Jane Wright is a website and community for women who write and blog that Gervasia founded in 2011 in her hometown of Birmingham, Alabama. Today, C. Jane Wright serves and brings together women from across the country and across the world. Once named one of Birmingham's top 40 under 40, Gervasia believes we can all write our way to the life of our dreams, a message she often conveys to the women of C. Jane Wright. When she was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2020, she learned how to write her way through her worst nightmare, too. Gervasia was included in Southern Living Magazine's list of innovators changing the South, alongside household names like Dolly Parton. I actually got to say Dolly Parton in a, in a podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I love her. And I love Reese Witherspoon. Let me start this over because I got all caught up. <laughs> Gervasia was included in Southern Living Magazine's list of innovators changing the South alongside household names like Dolly Parton and Reese Witherspoon and is a recipient of the 2022 Alabama State Council on the Arts Fellowship. With a focus on women's lifestyle, wealth, and wellness, Gervasia was written 
has written for a number of local, regional, and national media outlets, including USA Today, Business Insider, HerMoney.com, Good Grit Magazine, and the Birmingham Times. In 2020, her column for Birmingham Magazine was awarded Best Magazine Column by the Alabama Press Association. Javasia is a proud graduate of the journalism programs at the University of Alabama, Roll, Roll Tide, Tide, and the University of Cal at Berkeley. What? For the Bears Go Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I, I was still saying Roll Tide at Berkeley. <laughs> when she isn't writing, you can find Javasia working out, eating tacos, listening to Beyonce or spending time with her husband, Igor. I mean, Edward. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, let's start right here. Where'd you go? Where your people from? What part of town? So, I'm from all over. Okay. Because, you know, we had trouble paying that rent. So we had to okay. <laughs> bounce well, around me, a little let bit. Let me ask you this question then. <laughs> yes. Because you can do do a two in one. Okay. What makes you so Birmingham? Ooh. That's <laughs> a good and okay. fill in the blanks. I'm, I'm sure all of these things that happened in your upbringing that aren't here. Mm-hmm make you Birmingham. So go for it. Yeah, that's a great question. And I think what I was just saying about how I am from all over, Mm -hmm. I feel like that is what makes me Birmingham. So I've lived in Ansley, North Birmingham, uh, College Hills, Titusville. Like I've lived all over. Titusville, you a home girl? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, I've lived all over this city, and so I feel like that's what makes me so Birmingham. Now, tell me what was school like? Like, did you know early on you wanted to be a writer? Were you an athletic kid? Were you a princess? What kind of, you know. (laughs) A princess. No, I was not a princess. Although most people think I was because I'm so girly now. But I was actually a tomboy, which is really really hard for people to believe. But I have always been a writer. My mom says that I've been writing since I could sit up straight, basically. And so... Yeah, I've always been a writer. I didn't always know I wanted to make that a career because I didn't really have any examples of that. I didn't know any professional writers. Right. So it was later in life that I realized, oh, you can actually make money as a writer because nobody told me that. So initially, I thought I was going to have a career in math and science. But wait, what? where did you go to high school? So I went to the Alabama School of Fine Arts. Okay, okay. So, but I went there for math and science. Gotcha. Which a lot of people don't know. A lot of people assume that I went there for, for creative the arts, writing. Right. But like I said, growing up, I never knew you could be a writer as a career. And yeah. I was good at math and science. So I'm one of the few writers in the world that can do calculus. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was good at math and science. And so my eighth grade science teacher, I went to Center Street Middle School. And, yeah, go Jaguars. <laughs> so my eighth grade science teacher, he basically, he kept me after school one day. My godmother was the pr- principal, Miss Roberson. 
Um, no. I was there from like 93 to 95, okay. 92. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry. I keep interrupting. <laughs> it's fine. I know my story is so interesting. You just got to jump in. <laughs> my ADD is just <laughs> whamming right now. I'm like, oh, a fly. A oh, butterfly. Squirrel. Um, but yeah, so my eighth grade science teacher, he kept me after school one day and mm-hmm. was like, look, you're going to fill out this application to go to ASFA. And I was like, what? What you talking about? Yeah. Because <laughs> so, I didn't even know they had a math and science program. Yeah. But he kept me after school, made me fill out the application. And because it was a lot of essays and I was a good writer, I did good on the, on the application. And so oh, wow. I got in. So. That's so awesome. And now... ASFA led to what? Where, um... So ASFA led to University of Alabama, Roll Tide. Mm-hmm. And, but by then, I knew that I could have a career as a writer. So when I went to Alabama, I majored in journalism okay. and okay. creative writing. Gotcha, gotcha. So that's when you actually got on your yes. way. Yes. Did you work on the school newspaper or anything like that? I actually worked on Dateline Alabama, which was our um, website. So okay. we had a website in addition to the Crimson White, which was the newspaper. And so I did work on that. That's awesome. And what is your fondest memory or or story or something that happened that time? In Take Alabama? Us, when you were at school, yeah. Ooh, I don't know if I can talk about that. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm talking about like writing, silly. Oh, I don't. Okay. <laughs> you need to clarify. I need to clarify. You know, no, I'm talking about you know, like them, them what was going days. on on campus okay. that you had to write about that you can say, you know. Okay. Actually, my favorite story that I did was actually not something that happened on campus, but I got the opportunity to write a profile about Spider Martin who was a civil rights photographer. And oh, wow. I got, he lived in Coleman, which, you know. Uh, Is he white <laughs> so or black? He was white. Okay. And he lived in Coleman. I and I, Right, right, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I got to interview him. And so I did a profile on him. Yeah. But then on top of that, so when I was interviewing him, we were having this conversation about this church in Coleman, and he said that they would not allow black people there. Oh, wow. So I took that as a challenge. Of course <laughs> so you did. on Easter Sunday, I went to that church with him. And they, with him? Yes. So we went in there together on Easter Sunday. And it was quite scandalous. <laughs> they didn't tell me to get out, but they were not happy that I was there at all. Um, they pulled him to the side and told him that he was terrible for ruining everybody's Easter. Yeah, it was oh a hot gosh. mess. But I wrote a story about that, too. So, yeah. You got to send me that story. <laughs> I want to read that. Now, to the best part of all okay what's that i want to know the truth <laughs> the love story you oh, and gosh. i want i don't want <laughs> you can't say a word we want her version how he was sniveling calling you and all the good stuff 
So we want to know how you got. Tell us. In in yesterday was Valentine's, so give us the love story. The love story. Yeah. Okay. So writing brought us together. Uh-huh. So we met in Louisville, Kentucky, where I was working as an intern at a paper there called the Courier Journal, okay. and so he was. A copy editor. So okay. he was dating the intern, which is scandalous, right? What? Right? Dating the intern? What? Hold on. Scandal. No. You're the scandalous <laughs> one. <laughs> you see how you trying to play that off? Okay, let's go. Uh-huh. So this man was chilling, trying to have a relationship, and you came scandaling along. Okay, we got it. <laughs> so, yeah, we met at the Courier Journal when I was an intern, and we became really good friends, and um, I had a boyfriend at the time. Oh, but... <laughs> this is just. Are they together now? <laughs> Wouldn't that so... be cool if the exes got together? <laughs> <laughs> but that didn't work out, and so then Ed and I became a couple, and so um, that's how it started. But then I went to grad school. Okay. So we became a couple, but then I moved across the country to go to grad school in California. So we had to do the long distance thing for two years. Oh, wow. Yeah, two years. But we kind of made a deal that if we survived those two years, that after I graduated, we would get married. And we did. So, uh, <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you dare. I want to know the proposal. I want to get down on a knee with he crying, (laughs) all that good stuff. How did he propose? He did get down on one knee. He was not crying. Now start start from the top. Top. What, so, what part of day it was and all that good stuff. So it's a it's actually kind of a crazy story. So because it was super late at night because I had gone to a rap concert that was went super super long. And in fact, I was because we didn't live together at the time, and so I was. But we were gonna. I was gonna be at his place that weekend, and I was just gonna go home after the show because it was super late. My hair smelled like smoke. I, you know, I was. Just, I just wanted to go home. Uh-huh. And he was like, "No, no, you gotta come over. You gotta come over." Which he usually wasn't like pressing me to come over. Yeah. So I was like, "That's kind of weird," but okay, whatever. I'll come over. So I. Went over and I went to sleep because it was super late. I was tired. <laughs> and then when I woke up, there were like candles and white flowers all over the place. And so I'm really goofy. And so I was like, Did I die? Is this heaven? Because <laughs> it was just like white stuff everywhere. And he had on a white jacket. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I died. And he's my angel. Oh How my sweet. Gosh. This is hilarious. But alas, I did not die. Um, and <laughs> Alas, I did not die. That was such a writer transition right there. I love it. I did not die. And then he got down on one knee. And, and then he... you did die. <laughs> <laughs> and I said yes. So. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kristen Water Sullivan, the founder of Water Sullivan LLC. We are an estate and trust law firm here in Birmingham, Alabama. You can contact us for all of your life and estate needs. We help with everything from estate planning to estate administration, trust and estate disputes, probate litigation, and everything in between. 
You can find us on the web at watersullivan.com. That's W-A-T-E-R-S-S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N.com. Or contact us at 205-855-5020 or info at watersullivan.com. There were a couple of things I didn't cover in the first part as we learn about you. Okay. First of all, how, what is your first fondest, oldest memory of me? Of you? Yes. Huh. I don't know, actually. (laughs) I can go. I was actually thinking about how I can't remember how we met. Right. How did we meet? Do you remember? And that's where I take over. (laughs) I am convinced (laughs) that she didn't know who I was until I saw you all at church. Because at church, what church? The Rock. Because, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because every time I had I ever saw her and would speak, because of course I knew who she was, she'd be like, hey. I was like, she don't know who I, and you just confirmed it because she was like, the rock, what are you talking about? That was the first time that we ever met. And it was after that that you started like acknowledging, like, oh, hey, you know, but I could tell for the longest time it was just straight going through. You had no idea who was speaking to you. So I was right. And I'm going to change the answer, the question I gave him. I'm going to ask you another one. What advice would you give your younger self mm. if you could? That's a good question. And that's, all, that's actually something that I think about quite a bit, actually. Really? Um, and one of the things that I would tell my younger self is to choose yourself And what I mean by that is don't, like, try to fit in. Don't try to be in the in crowd. Don't wait for someone to open doors for you and give you opportunities. Just choose yourself Mm. and do the things that you want to do. Don't try to be in the in crowd. Make your own crowd. Um, Unfortunately, that's a lesson that I feel like I did learn at a young age, but I wish I could go back and tell myself this even sooner. Mm. So Mm. that's definitely one piece of advice I would give myself. And also to just just be yourself. Mm -hmm. Like I know that it sounds really trite, but being authentic is really the key to everything. Because when you're trying to be somebody else, you're going to be miserable. It's not going to work. So just be yourself. I don't think that um, that's trite at all, especially in this uh, time of social media Mm -hmm. and people acting like something they're not and this and the other. And and that's a that's a that's a great little piece of little word of advice that we should tell our kids and whatnot, Mm -hmm. you know, like be you. Yeah. All this lying and acting like you're something. Yeah, I like that. Um, To the good part. Okay, what's the good part? 
I want to know about your podcast. I know you want to talk about C. Jane Wright, but I want to talk about your podcast. Yes, we can talk I'm about so my podcast. I'm so excited about it. Tell me all about it. So the Righteous Bay podcast is basically. How did you come up with that name? So <laughs> I like it's it. It's Righteous spelled W-R-I-T. T-E-O-U-S. Yeah, nice. You like that? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I like to make up words because I'm a writer. So <laughs> um, Righteous Babe Podcast is actually, um, so Righteous Babe was my Twitter handle when I first joined Twitter because okay. I joined it like way back in the day when it first started. Mm -hmm. But then I also turned it into my blog name. So I used to have a blog called Righteous Babe. And so... It was also my username in this community, this online writer's community I was a part of. And so people would actually call me Righteous Babe before. <laughs> nowadays, people call me CJ and Wright. But yeah. <laughs> people would actually call me Righteous Babe. So um, I decided to bring the babe back for this podcast. And so my podcast, I'm describing it as the grown woman's guide to journaling. Okay. Because, you know, a lot of us kept diaries when we were kids, but that's not what this is, right? This is going beyond the dear diary, my mama made me mad. It's yeah. going beyond that. And it's basically showing people how they can use journaling to write their way to the best version of themselves. That is so awesome. Thank you. I have been, like, really... Um, Anxious. I'm anxious to to hear your product because. Well, me too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because I um, I don't have to tell you we have the best teacher ever, and yes, um, we do. <laughs> and he has really made intravenous what it is, and and so I know yours. I know it's gonna shine, and so you be sure to let me know so I can publicize it and all that good stuff. Yes, I appreciate that. Absolutely. What's your favorite charity? My favorite charity is Forge Breast Cancer Survivor Center. Please tell us all about it. So Forge is a center based here in Birmingham, but they serve folks all over Alabama. And it's an organization that helps folks from diagnosis to through the rest of their life when they have been diagnosed with breast cancer. But they also support their families as well. And that support looks, you know, like a lot of different things. So if someone needs financial support, they help in that way. But they also help with different programming to help you with nutrition and self-esteem and um, mental health issues. They help you get wigs when you're going through chemo. I mean, so many things. I could go on and on about all the things that they do. But they're, again, they're helping folks from time of diagnosis through the rest of their life. Because a lot of people don't realize that when you're diagnosed with cancer, you know, when you finish active treatment, like when you're done with chemo, you're done with radiation, folks think that, okay, it's, you're all better. Right. That's all over now. Right. And no, survivorship is hard. And most people mm. don't understand that. But Forge gets that, and they help you with all of that. That's awesome. Well, if you don't answer one of these questions, you're making a donation to Forge. But they're easy, so don't worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> Regents Park or Rickwood Field? Oh, uh, Regents. I know it's supposed to say Rickwood, but Regents. 
<laughs> Why are you supposed to say Rick Witt? I feel like we're supposed to go with like the the older one, but my answer is Regions, so there's that. <laughs> Botanical Gardens or Railroad Park? Railroad Park. Protective Stadium or Legacy Arena? Ooh, that's hard. Um, that's a hard one because I like both of them. Let's go with protective. Okay. That's hard. You like all the newest stuff. (laughs) (laughs) There's a a trend. (laughs) I do love Legacy Arena, though. Crossplex or Legion Field? Crossplex. I guess I do like all the newest stuff. (laughs) Birmingham Zoo or McWayne Science Center? Yeah, McWayne. (laughs) (laughs) You've pegged me. (laughs) Barons or Squadron? Oh, uh, (laughs) You went, uh uh-oh. And I was like, uh, Squadron. (laughs) Once again, yep. I like all the new stuff. Legion or Stallions? I don't have a... I don't have a dog in that fight. <laughs> we got a donation to Forge coming up. Yes. Alabama State or Alabama A&M? Sorry, I don't have a dog in that fight either. Roll we high. got another donation. <laughs> See, I purposefully didn't give you Alabama and Auburn. <laughs> right, because that would be way too easy. <laughs> so, what's your zodiac sign? I'm an Aquarius. What does that mean? We're the best. That's what other, other than you're the best and the prettiest and the smartest and all of that stuff. Um, we're creative. Okay. Um, one thing that someone had posted on social media recently, mm-hmm. she's not an Aquarius, but she was saying that she's noticed that if an Aquarius likes something, then it's really, it has to be good. Because, like, we we don't suffer any fools. Like, we don't take BS. And when I was reading that, I was like, yes. <laughs> that is so That neat. is true. So, I like it. So, yes. iPhone or Android? Oh, iPhone. Yes. <laughs> what is your dream car? Oh, my dream car yes. is a Cayenne Porsche. Oh, nice. White. Yes. White, mm-hmm. wet interior. Um, like peanut butter. I, how did I know you were going to say <laughs> peanut butter? All right. I'm jumping all over the place with you. That's okay. So, now, we will c- close with how everyone knows you. <laughs> See Jane Wright. Yeah. Who in the hell is Jane? <laughs> <laughs> Like, that is what everybody, I I know that's what everybody wants to know. Who is Jane? Yes, people always ask us. So I have two answers for that. One is if a woman who is a writer asks me that, I say, you're Jane. Because this organization is for women writers. But Uh, the origin of the name is it's a play on the Dick and Jane books from back in the day. So you remember the book where it's like, see Jane run, see Jane skip. So it's a play on that. But younger people have no idea what that is. Well, I knew it was a play on that, but I thought it was still, who is Jane? Like it was, you know, I knew it was, you know, spot runs balls, you know, so whatever. But like who, who is Jane? So if you're a part of see Jane, right, you are Jane. So in fact, the women call each other. The Janes, 
Like they'll be like, oh, I, I want to talk have to numbers? the James. <laughs> <laughs> like no. you're Jane one? No? No, they don't. What number. is Ed? Is he a Jane? <laughs> he's, he, he's Mr. CJ Wright. He's um, Mr. CJ Wright. Gotcha. Um, for the podcast, though, he's Righteous Bo. Righteous Bo. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Now, seriously, though, tell us how many people engage with CJ Wright. This is so awesome. Yeah. So we have our um, paid membership program and we have a little over a hundred members in that but then we also have our free online community and we have two thousand over two thousand people in that that is so awesome that is so awesome i'm so happy for you and i really hope that that success follows you into podcasting thank you i hope so too yeah now um how can people follow you and find you on social media both if you want to show, share personal, but all of your um, websites and yes. blogs and everything. So um, the CJ Wright website is cjanewrightbham.com. And on social, it's cjavacia Wright. So S-E-E-J-A-V-A-C-I-A-W-R-T-E. Um, that's where I, what I am on Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, Instagram and Twitter. And then... Soon, we will have social media for the podcast as well, and that will be at Righteous Babe. Outstanding. I'm going to close now with a question. Okay. That you have to answer. Oh, Lord. What's happening? What? I want you to name your favorite, either your favorite or current or whatever book. Mm-hmm. I want you to make a book suggestion. Ooh. Favorite book, most recent favorite book, favorite of all time, and why? That's hard because I'm a writer, so that feels like choosing my favorite child. But um, I will recommend Writing Down the Bones by Natalie Goldberg for anyone who is interested in writing. And it's a, a really easy book to read. Um, the chapters are super short, but it almost feels like a devotional for writers in a way because, you know, each little chapter is giving you a little lesson and a little bit of encouragement that's going to help you just make the effort, make the time to sit down and put the words on the page. So if you're interested in writing at all, that would be my recommendation. Writing Down the Bones by Natalie Goldberg. I'm sorry. I do have one last question. Okay. For the person who has always wanted to write a book or write something or whatever, mm-hmm. give them a piece of advice. Okay. So my biggest piece of advice is find community. And I'm not just saying that to plug CJ Wright. I'm saying it because you need to be surrounded by other folks who get it, other folks who also think writing is important. And they are going to encourage you to just sit down and do the work because the hardest part is just sitting down to do the work. And if you have a community of folks encouraging you to do that, and maybe even folks that you meet up with so that y'all can write together, whether that's in a coffee shop or even if you're meeting up over Zoom, which is what we do in CJ Wright, 
um, if you have that community, you're going to make the effort. You're going to do the work. You're going to be consistent. And then that's when you will finally feel like a real writer. Because uh, to be a writer, all you have to do is write. But then once you've written enough, then you can start submitting it places and then start working on getting something published. So that would be my number one piece of advice, find community. What's his middle name? <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> I would like to thank Mrs. Edward Thomas Bowser. <laughs> That's not my name. <laughs> A.K.A. C.J. Wright. A.K.A. A beautiful, beautiful friend, Javasia Bowser. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Best wishes. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I want to thank you all for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to Creed 63, R360News, and UrbanHam.com. God bless. At Alabama Power, there's nothing more important to us than our customers and the communities we serve. Alabama Power is more than your reliable source of electricity. We're committed to building the future of energy and providing innovative solutions to our customers. Alabama Power offers energy efficiency tips to help lower your bills, and the company supports agencies that offer bill assistance. Alabama Power initiates and supports efforts to grow the economy and elevate the state of Alabama. And yes, we are also your reliable source of electricity. Alabama Power is for a better Birmingham and a better Alabama.